Building a god is not easy. There were people, outliers, who you couldn't predict or control. And as long as they are a part of us, there is no future for us. Somewhere in this group is an agitator who will destroy the world. I can't let that happen. It's time everyone woke up. Have you ever questioned what she's asking you to do? Dean Davis, Westworld Flip, Episode 5, the genre episode. Uh, we got a lot to dive into. Uh, one of us doesn't appreciate this episode the way that he should. Lies. That's where haters and thieves lie. Lies. I am Kenneth Davis. Uh, you already know who that man's name is. His name is what? D. DeMonspero. What's happening, everybody? Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at D and Davis Show. Once again, it's at D and Davis Show. Definitely uh, check out all the platforms that we're on right now. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, YouTube. Simply go go to the bios of our uh, Twitter page or IG page. Click on the link and just take you wherever you want to go. Or simply search for the Dean Davis Show. All right? And Dean Davis Flip and Westworld Flip. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and IG at Demons1, D-E-M-O-N-Z-E-1. Ken is on Twitter and IG at That's Davis. Ryan Bukovetsky, he's on Twitter uh, at Ryan B. Ski and IG at Ryan B. Ski one He's executive producer of all of our shows. All right. So as I said at the beginning, this, the name of this episode was Genre. Just to really let you know, it's about uh, the drug that Liam was given when they were at the prostitute charity. All right. Prostitute charity. That's what it was. It was a charity that they auctioned off prostitutes for a good cause. May a I have nightlife for, for $200? Mm, these kids are going to eat tonight. Oh, man. <laughs> so anyway, the episode opened up with Arnold Ciroc, uh talking to some puppet dictator that he had propped up. And he was telling him basically that there were rebels in the north and that basically whatever the dude was doing, he needed to chill out. And the guy basically was like, you showed up dolo and you going to come in front of my, 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 my troops and talk this trash. And Ciroc basically tells him, listen, we basically did this because you're supposed to listen to what I'm supposed to tell you. If you don't, they're going to drag you and your family at your house in the middle of the night and do with the big mustache over there. I'm going to come back and talk to him in a few weeks about what he needs to do mm. as far as running this country moving forward. Then he walks between the high ranking soldiers to his plane and he came there by himself. It's just so cold when you I see know. that yeah. it's like, you, listen, you're not going to touch me. And also, I mean, we already know due to the supercomputer, he already knows the probabilities of what's going to happen anyway. So he right. knew he was safe regardless. Mm -hmm. All right. So, but the, the, one of the things that in that episode and running through this episode, we're introduced to Liam's father, which seems like for the most part, they, he only goes by their last name, Dempsey. So we will call him Dempsey. For no, it's episode. actually he's a senior. It's Liam Sr. So it's Liam. Thank you, D. Mm -hmm. So Liam Sr. I'm still going to call him Dempsey. You can, yeah, it's all makes, good. Mm -hmm. Makes it easier if we can. So we can go between him and Liam. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we find out and we, we found out the episode before that uh, Ciroc and his brother were in Paris, past episodes, especially when he was talking to uh, Tony Newton, Tony Newton about why he didn't take her to Paris because Paris was blown up. We still haven't found out who blew up Paris yet or what took place in Paris to cause such a radiation fallout. But it seems like some type of perhaps nuclear weapon. Mm -hmm. uh, so he goes back to that memory of them in the fields and we see when the hazmat guys pull up and kind of save both of them. He talks about how he wanted to go back and his brother told them, no, we have to leave and how they ended up being discovered. Uh, so anyway, 
they need an investor because due to what happened in Paris, they're going, they're trying to make sure that there's no wild cards in the world period. So stuff like this wouldn't happen as far as nuclear fallout, destruction, somebody hitting a big bomb or anything. So that's what due to what took place to them. And of course it would with anybody. They're basically uh, dogmatic on control. They, they, they never want to be in a situation where the world can fall, fall out of place in the way it is and basically kind of keep a certain kind of calm. And in this, they find out to, to build what they need to build. They find Liam Sr., as DJ told us, uh, Liam's uh, father, and he invests. He already owns Insight at this time, and they need the data, right? They got everybody's data around the they world. They have everyone's data. And he got this data before there were privacy laws. So he got in, like most stuff, he got in at the right time. Mm. He got all this data through privacy laws. And uh, he comes to them and he gives them money to build the globe computer that we see throughout or that's inside of uh, Rollbone, that's inside the offices. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, and, and the globe has a name too, Solomon. Okay. Yeah. What have you been reading? I've watched the show. I don't remember him calling it Solomon. Yeah, they had a bunch of different names, and the last one they fell on on that iteration, it was called Solomon. Okay. Yeah. So it's always biblical. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, Liam's father's upset because he's not getting any return on investment, and he's like, "I've given you this, you guys, this money." Also, he brings Liam there, and Liam is fascinated by Solomon. Mm-hmm. All right. So he sits there and he tells him, basically, "I'm cutting you guys off." He comes back some weeks later and they show him the stock market because right now they can only kind of predict the past. Mm -hmm. But you got to think about it. They're learning the past so they can predict the future. Mm -hmm. So right now they show him the stock market and how they can forecast 15 minutes or when it closes and know the size is going to work. So he likes that because he's about the dollars. But then he show he she's the, 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 the strategic line. And he's like, basically, whose cash is that? It's a hundred million dollars. And they're like, it's yours. So he basically thinks initially they just took a hundred million dollars from him. And he, they tell him, no, no, a week ago, we took $5 million and we flipped that into a hundred million dollars. So this is minutes. Dempsey. This gets Dempsey's he's He's hyped now. He's like, I'm down with this. Let's do this. And goes full bore. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about some of the, the some of the problems he had when he started do, doing too much with the machine. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we go back to, where we're there in the tunnel and you have Caleb, Dolores and Liam. And it's kind of, kind of breaking down what's going on. And it's, Liam and, and Caleb kind of had a moment there uh, where Liam's kind of like, basically like to Caleb, you don't really know yourself to a certain degree. And Liam tries to escape and he sticks the genre th- drug inside of Caleb's neck. So Caleb starts going through uh, the genre drug. And the first one was, old school movies. It was black and white. Black and white, so yeah. Th- yeah. And I'll and I get to uh, something that uh, piqued my interest uh, then and I'll just go into it later on or whatever. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Um, so then one of the things that we go to uh, Martin, uh, they get Liam basically. No, no, I'm sorry. They're trying to escape. Sirox uh, thugs are following them. They just, and the police mm-hmm. and they get, they get Liam to give them his key because Liam at first doesn't think that Sirac is going to kill him, but Dolores has already told him Sirac doesn't need you anymore and he's going to kill you. So when the thugs start shooting, he finally gives them his key. Uh, Dolores gets the car to start moving again because once she uh, she got his key, she could just take the, took, she took that part out of the car where they was they were following him and they took off and then Dolores does some phenomenal stuff. All the while, Caleb is going into uh, uh, a flight, what was it? Uh, was it Flight of the Valkyries? 
So that kicks off. And one thing that was great about this episode was the actual music selection. The score was really good. Very good. Very this good. episode. And I definitely want to j- jump into that a little bit later. In particularly one song, because it took me, I'm like, wait, I know this song. So anyway, Liam gives him uh, the key and he makes a reference to Dolores about you can't use this key unless you're in this note that's in my office. So it doesn't really make sense. And you can't be in two places at once, which Dolores kind of grins because we already know there are four of her. Right. All right. Well, they were. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, we, 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 we then go to Martin, Martin Dolores, of course, as we talked about in the past episodes, because there are four Dolores, Martin, a Liam's former att- attache, basically, uh, Martin has Bernard and he reactivates Bernard and tells him basically behave properly and starts to reveal more of the plan to Bernard. So when they're in the node, Dolores' plan is revealed, as we've said in past episodes, she's going to basically start the revolution by reactivating everybody who uh, the insights, Robom, or we could say Solomon, whatever. Every human. Every human who has basically been put in this confined box as far as their success and their failures. Uh, she's going to reveal the truth to them, reveal their past, their present, and their future. So this, this actually happens. Um, and while they're on the L, we start to see people grabbing their cell phones and there are a list of rundowns as far as their life expectancy, uh, their, their, their daily habits, basically. And also kind of what is probably going to be the reason that they die mm-hmm. is running through the list and people are starting to react and realize or, like. Or what? how people or how other people view them. Like the one guy, he was like considered to be an asshole or a jerk mm-hmm. or whatever like that. Well, that's so what it, I meant by habits. That's what I meant by habits, though. Yeah, as yeah. Habits, you, you know, way. Yeah, characteristics. Habits, he's personal a, characteristics. He's, mm-hmm. he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so. Everyone's starting. Everything's starting to be revealed. And throughout the episode, the, the best part about this episode is it. It game. I'm not Game of Thrones. Uh, Westworld kind of wants to still stick to its old theme about not necessarily being linear in a way, and as far as how it goes back and forth through the past. And in this, and when we're talking about Martin and getting uh, the, the the key out from Liam, the files that he wanted from Solomon were the files actually of Earl Nosferatu. So these fouls are actually playing early in the episode. And at this point, we don't know why they're playing. We just think they're giving us a flashback. But it's really Dolores scanning through the fouls and knowing right. the history of Ciroc is why they're playing throughout the entire episode. We find out midway that's why they're playing because Dolores has uh, Arnold Ciroc's uh, fouls. And the fouls detail a lot about really the friction between him and his brother. Uh, his brother has always kind of been a person that kind of goes off the rails a total bit or, or isn't necessarily logical at all points. And uh, Arnott tries to kind of maintain his brother and keep him going, but he's basically def- definitely worried about what his brother may do and throw Solomon off in the long run. And also his brother implied earlier when Dempsey uh, was talking about not funding them anymore, that they should just kill Dempsey. So that narrative is playing out where it's like the brother has always just wanted to get rid of Dempsey because he saw that Dempsey was going to do something. And actually some of the scenarios, and we'll talk about that a little bit later that the brother was seeing uh, was especially riveting. And I'll just say it now, the brother saw that if Dempsey revealed what Solomon was doing, it will always, to the world, it will always end the annihilation of human beings. Right. And so that's why the brother was so dogmatic about Dempsey has to go because their plan always is to make sure that the human civilization survives. And it wouldn't have, if, if and they always knew that sooner or later Dempsey, who they blocked out of the system because he kept using it for his own purposes, mm-hmm. that when Dempsey, because he clearly because he's a snoop, 
And again, the computer predicts things. So clearly Dempsey was going to find out the truth. Cause at this point, Dempsey just thinks they're running like this, this money machine. Basically he doesn't know why they really have it. So now I'll get to the, the end of the episode so we can start pissing through it real quick. Uh, Dempsey ends up coming back to this low secret location and finding out that Arno Sirac's brother is there and a whole bunch of people that are looked at as being, I guess you can kind of say Outliers. rebels. Yeah, I was going to say outliers. I was going to say outliers initially, but I think we, in a way we can say rebels or would have the potential to be rebels or, as Dee said, outliers and people that can throw off well, or create random situations that mm-hmm. can throw off the Solomon or what the what they need the world to be as far as really just the calm state. And in that, he reveals to him, like I said before, that his brother was planning to kill him. Mm-hmm. And then Dempsey basically says, and we found out that Dempsey actually has a moral compass, that they don't have the right to predict people's futures and that he's going to tell everybody so then his plane is over in the cut crashed what is that is that a g4 oh no it's not the lovely lady he named his plane i'm just i'm just joking so arnold Sirac kills him and he sets it up this makes it look as if it's a plane crash mm-hmm. dolores at this episode basically wins the day because she got necessarily what she wanted dempsey uses a hologram not dempsey uh or not Ciroc uses a hologram to talk to uh to, to dolores and basically tells her that knowing those stories aren't going to help you and she's like i don't need to know you i just need to know how to beat you and she goes off to what seems to be where dempsey's brother is because she says everyone must be awoken but at this point for as far as we know everyone has been awoken who hasn't been awoken the only people that haven't been awoken are the people in that compound. So then she found the location of it. And that's why they getting on that plane at the end, because I don't know if his brother's still alive. I would surmise perhaps he is, but she's going to break out those people that were viewed as a threat because those are the last people that don't know because she freed everybody already. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's basically, uh, that's my part's me, but that mm-hmm. is also, uh, the episode and whole basically. Yeah, no, that was a good, great breakdown. Ken, uh, listen, it was, it, after rewatching it, I know you just kicked it off and y'all got me got on me the last time too on the Dean Davis show talking about you. I really didn't appreciate it. It was a good episode. Not saying it is not. The it was genre, a really good episode. Yeah, it was it was a good episode. It, it was, was really, really good. The episode. genre thing was the genre was, the drama thing yeah, was cool. Was. Uh it was like I said, it was it was, it was real cool. quick. It was Ride of the Valkyries. It was Ride of the Valkyries. Okay. All right. Um the genre the genre thing was really, really cool. How you know saying like I, I made fun of him before, like how I was in love and he was shooting the gun at the same time and looking at That was funny. And looking, look, Dolores is a very attractive woman, so I can see why you're like, oh yeah, gee, you are fine. So uh, let me go ahead and shoot these guys right quick. Uh, no, man, I think it, I think <laughs> it was, I think it was, I think it was a really, really good episode. I wrote down a lot. I mean, I wrote down a lot of things too, a lot of theories of my own. Uh, but one thing that you just said that something just popped into my head about the simple fact of yes, she's uh, Dolores and her clone Martin. Uh, Martin Dolores, who want to call him Dolores Martin. Yeah, uh, Dolores sent, Martin. Yeah, Dolores Martin sent out the information to everybody. It took everybody off their loop. Now, mm-hmm. as we know in the past two seasons, uh, especially in season one, all the hosts on Westworld lived in a loop. And now we come to find out, as we've been saying before, there is an interlock. There's a, there's, a, there's a relationship between what's happening in the real world and what's happening in the West world. We're just start, still trying to figure all that out to, to, a, to the nth degree, right? So she knocks everybody off their loop. But I did not see, uh, maybe because he didn't have his phone on him. I didn't see Caleb read anything about himself. Mm. I didn't see him. I didn't see. Didn't she already show him that? She already okay. told him. Though. She told him. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess at the, at the, I think, at, yeah, at the I end, think at she, the, okay, yeah. all right, at the, yeah. at the pier, because you said yeah. he was going to right. kill us, all right, at the, mm-hmm. at the boarding pass, so, but no, it makes sense, because if it went, if the loop is off everybody, and everybody basically has to have a cell phone on them, or a device to see their insight profile, almost kind of like a Facebook profile, I would think the people in the compound, the outlier, I called it the, the outlier camp, uh, didn't see you know, haven't haven't been. No, they're still in the camp. They're still, they're in, still the camp. in the camp. Yeah, they're still in the camp. Another thing that jumped out to me was um, really cool. I think we kind of figured out exactly what was going on with the white circle. Yeah, that was Ryan. Yeah, it was the divergence. It, the divergence, right? And they said it was it was kind of like the sun and the moon when they're when they're like an eclipse or whatever like that. It's like perfect, but when it comes out, you can kind of see the background. That's where, and that's what we're kind of seeing the black. Who said and white. that? No, he said that in the movie. In the movie, the episode, he said okay. it was kind of like the sun and the moon in a sense, kind of like an eclipse almost. And that's when it's kind of perfect. But when the sun, when the moon comes from behind the sun, that's when you start to see all the little flares or whatever like that, like an eclipse. It, it, you kind of see the divergence. So that was something that kind of jumped out to me as well. Um, obviously, you said the flashbacks. So we thought with flashbacks was, was just um, the Lord's reading Sirach's files. You want to say something? Yeah. yeah getting back to you what you brought up about what the questions you asked about caleb mm-hmm. and then this is for let me ask both of you this maintaining your thought where you're going next uh d about the fouls yeah yeah but for you and ryan now caleb didn't as far as pull out his phone then but did caleb's prediction change because it really seemed before before Liam hits him with the genre, he runs it and he's afraid. And if he was still going to kill himself, why would Liam be afraid of a man that's going to kill himself? It's and we'll get into it later. What Caleb said under the pier, right. I mean Liam said under the pier to Caleb, but like that's kind of the reason why now he was going to run away anyway. That sparked Liam like, man, I got to get up out of here. When he was like, man, check me out. Right. And it was right. like, oh, that's the only thing I want to bring up. But I, I think that goes back to a good point, though. I think that goes back to the point you said before. Uh, Solomon Rehoboam, it reads the past, the present, and the future. So mm-hmm. obviously, through those glasses, Ryan, Liam saw Caleb's past. And then we started to see the flashes of him True. at the pier. He said, because he said at the pier, you don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. So and you we, did it. And you did it. So, so he means he killed Kim Cuddy too. Basically. But also, <laughs> I think, but I, but I do think, I think one of the biggest things, at least for me in this, season, uh, in this episode, at the end of it, I think it shows that Caleb was an outlier. Mm. Because in the clips before, they see mm. him in, like, in his white suit. It was him mm-hmm. and it was William. He was strapped in too. He was strapped in too. Mm-hmm. I think they're outliers at one point. Now, um, Sirach did say when you're talking to Liam Sr., well, we found these outliers. You know, it's, we just don't want to kill them. We'll do something. We'll send them out to war or the wood chip or whatever. Well, he, like said, he said we don't want to send them out to war because they – I thought he said he do like, want to send them no, out to war. No, I thought he said it would be like sending them through a wood chipper. He was kind of saying to Liam, to me again, that <laughs> – if, if we if, like if I didn't do this, we would just be throwing them away. That's kind of what I took from what he was initially saying because he knew Liam necessarily wouldn't he wouldn't like not Liam. Right. We mean Dipsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. We get the same yeah, from yeah, Liam yeah, Senior. Yeah. Liam Senior. He knew that he would not he he would not like that because he was listen when he saw his brother down there he was like dude you're experimenting your brother and one thing too that would go on to help with uh, with what you're saying. Uh, uh, Arnaud Sirac mentioned that due to the radiation poison from the fallout in Paris, mm-hmm. that the medicine they put them on, that he then found out that you can edit human beings. And that's what led him to think, going back to what you're saying about Caleb and his brother, that you can change a person's 
cognitive abilities or whatever they're going to do and right. their attitudes and what they do moving forward. Please yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know. I think a lot of people thought before, like, oh man, it's Caleb a host. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think he was kind of like reprogrammed because he was possibly an outlier in mm. some way, somehow. That's a good one. Yeah. Some way, somehow he got out of it and he was now living his life. And that kind of goes back to also to, uh, cause Ryan want to get you in. Also, what his mother had been saying to him as well. You're not, you're not the same. Son. You're not my you're son. Not but we said that at the beginning too. Yeah, that yeah. We, we just didn't know what it was. Whatever happened, but well, but we, we we did say he got shot in his head, and however they reprogrammed him in a way, that's probably why his mother necessarily said that. You know, saying you're you're not my son. But Brian, yeah, what yeah. are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, Ryan, what you think? Yeah, I like that theory right there, D. That's a good one. And for me, when I watched the episode, uh, just thinking about the tablet thing, I didn't kind of i guess catch that when i first watched it but i felt like caleb has kind of emerged at the end of the episode as the real last hope for humanity because sarag is just looking eviler by the second he and looks remember, like lex Luthor. he's lex remember, Luthor. we talked about this earlier and i saw it on the internet i don't again i don't know how true it is it's just a theory but the white and black thing that people dressed in white are good and the people mm-hmm. in black and then you brought up the white tux with uh um with Caleb and that made me think of maybe he is slowly becoming kind of the savior because right now it's clear with Sirach, he is so obsessed with like keeping humanity afloat that he'll do anything is and that's what's ultimately making him evil. Real quick, one thing that you said, D, uh that just crossed my mind and that we haven't talked about. Also, if Caleb was reprogrammed, and maybe that's also why there's only a certain plateau he can reach in society, because you don't want those outliers just in case if they fall back to get gain a, a real foothold out there and then to flip. Good point. This, going what you're saying, Ryan, I do believe that in Caleb, but I think also one thing that was revealed that we know probably still has a big factor in there is Bernard. Uh, Dolores Martin mentioned you are the only person that can't die to Bernard. When Ashley came up we there, we can replace him. him, right? Yeah, and so and and you basically he has a big part in what's moving forward. So it seems like that even if I, I think we're going to have to move to a certain degree, and I, I think I mentioned this in the first episode when Dolores really didn't want to kill anybody like she used to want to kill. That Dolores may not be the villain that we think she is necessarily. That. <laughs> I, I, I kind of felt she is a villain after. Yeah, no, no, no. Episode. Okay, but a villain in the means of perhaps. I don't even want to say Magneto because Magneto will kill human beings. I mean, as far as he'd be cool. Sometimes Magneto is cool if all humanity. Yeah, thank you. Magneto. Some people are cool. Thank you. Some people are cool if everyone's dead. He's cool if everyone's dead, but sometimes he fights on the side of right and he teaches the Xavier kids. You know, he's come in. And I think it's it's one of those villains where, or even on a a good side, Cable. Like, if you know old Cable history, Mm-hmm. Cable was a murderer. He he take people out, right. but he was doing it because he it was supposed to that needed to be done. Except when he was with the six pack, they were just doing all type of stuff. So I I look at the, the fact that Dolores and her plan. I still think her plan may not be to annihilate humanity, but still to free her people and found a way for them to come together. And I think Bernard may be the key in humanity, and it could be Caleb too, but uh, be the key in both of them going forward after this all is over. See, I think with Bernard. Why he's special? What? Well, I'm gonna say he's special, but maybe it's something very simplistic with this. Maybe he can't be replaced because she didn't make any more copies. I don't no. know why. I, I don't know. I'm just. Have to I'm do just, with the plan. Have to do with the plan. No, dude. no, like, no, no, no. no. Yeah. I'm. I know he has something. To and do remember, with the plan. we have one Dolores copy to go. 
Yeah, exactly. Very true, Ryan. I, I thought about that watching episodes. Like, okay, yeah, Martin's gone. Dolores Martin's gone, but there's still she got a she got a she got ace in them holes, you know. And if but, Bernard is a part of the plan, you would figure that that Dolores she's saving it for another part of the plan because apparently possibly. all five of those pearls. That's what I was going to say. Specific job. Yeah, yeah. What if? Go ahead, D. No, well, I thought about that with Bernard. I was like, okay, maybe it, it wasn't that simplistic. Um, but Ma, I wanted to. Oh yeah. So we we can't we we are talking about like okay, who's evil, who's not evil. All right, I'm play devil's advocate. I keep saying I look at Sirach as Lex Luthor. I'm willing to do anything in the world to make sure humanity is safe. I don't care who this one outlier is, because he kept saying, uh, he, doing a not flashback, but when the Lord was, was, reading, was reading his files, watching his files, they had the chart where things just went off a cliff, and they were trying to figure out what the hell is going on? Who is this person going to go through, uh, throw everything off? And I think they even put him in more of a, a hyperdrive to try to say, like, okay, yeah, we got to separate these outliers because we, we see this chart. We know who it is. When we see this chart. We got to start putting these people in these camps. So he, I think he looks at humanity as like, listen, this is it. I have to save it any kind of way. You can find some people who might look at him as like, you know what? He's actually the good person. Look at Dolores. She already said it's going to be a new, it's going to be a new God or it's going to be a new uh, species or whatever she said, basically thinking about the host because we already saw she got the host juice. She got a whole warehouse full of the host juice. So I think, I think it's, I think with this, it's kind of like you got to pick your size. But we always you, said it was gray. It's, it's not, yeah, it's very, it's very it's gray. gray. It's yeah. gray. Yeah, yeah, well, but I'm Ken, just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I don't. I don't know if we can keep using the word villain. No, but, but that's the point oh, yeah. that I was making was that she isn't a villain. That was the point that or I was making. Rock isn't a villain either. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Either. I mean, but we this we kind of alluded to this initially that I said everyone was going to kind of switch positions in a in a way as far as how you view them, as right. far as depending on the angle that you're taking, you're going to decide kind of in a partisan way. Are you what, Team Sirocco? You take yeah, yours. basically like that. Where it, it's it's bigger than that. But also, I'll say this too, and I want just one thing. I mean, I'm, I, I want to. I got a hot take. Yeah, go ahead. Go what it. if the last Dolores is a real Dolores? And because Dolores knows that this Dolores is going to get taken out anyway. Like season one Dolores? Like, yeah. So like, Clu- no, no. Clueless Dolores? See, I don't think No, no, so. not saying she's clueless. No, I just came up with this on the fly. And Ryan, you could be right. What I'm saying is, Dolores, all right. So Dolores told, uh, um, what's the name, Dolores? What's, uh, uh, what's um, Tessa's name on this sh- on the show? Oh man, uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Dolores told Charlotte. Charlotte, Hayes. basically, listen. I may die. You're gonna have to step up. Remember when they were in the hotel right. room? All right. right. So that the, the real Dolores, as far as who we say is the real Dolores, told her that. What if she has a a, a, a whole Dolores ready to go if this Dolores gets blown up? Very possible. Very possible. The only problem I have with that one is they keep hinting, and this is over the last couple episodes. Remember with the Charlotte. Dolores all of a sudden it was like she said I feel her coming alive like I feel like the Charlotte or whatever and mm-hmm. then Bernard was talking to Martin saying mm-hmm. you don't have to do this what I think at some point that's going to be where a Dolores is going to like turn on the Dolores but one point like, two, I don't fully agree with that one thing too when you're saying that Bernard said to Martin to go along with your point Ryan that because Martin talked to him about basically having another person in his head, and he said he said to to Dolores Martin that doesn't he bleed through? Basically, aren't you two people right now? Right. And he asked him, "Do you still believe in what Dolores is doing? And do you still have faith in what Dolores is doing?" To go right. along with 
the the Charlotte part when Charlotte was saying, "Oh, girl, it's clawing back through her." Yeah, that's why I feel someone's gonna come. Something's gonna come of that in a big turn. Oh, I think Charlotte's gonna switch. I think Charlotte, and I said this earlier. I think Charlotte being, I think the maternal aspect of Charlotte. I mean, there was a reason why they pointed out that even though we knew Charlotte didn't care about something, she really did care about her son. I think that's going to all be the reason that that Dolores isn't simpatico with main Dolores. That's, that's very. It's very interesting that they were to they they're doing this as, as far as the person, the body that they're taking over is not just like a shell. Mm, it's like yes. they still have... Still, it, they, and this it, is something that's, that's made that's up. Very, they were, that's very weird. The point that he's making is these constructs, these are like they're putting someone else's brain in the body of someone else where genetically, gene-wise, cell-wise, that person is still there or some aspect of them. Right. The construct, and somehow in this construct, that person is still... But you know what it's also telling us, perhaps, D? That roll bomb has something to do with the constructs too. So when they built those constructs, initially it's still the person that it's that, that, that you view and you see, and the pearl you can put the pearl in, but that construct is still going off of whatever roll bomb has on how that person is supposed to necessarily act. Yeah, that's just the weirdest thing, at least in my personal opinion, for this show so far. Yeah, there's got to be something to that, dude. right? Yeah, like, something there's big to it. They yeah. won't be pointing it out. I don't at, like especially it. Especially really. at these little. You don't like it? No, because well, well, I, you know what? The reason why I say I don't like it oh, because I, I don't know. So interesting. Well, yeah, well, me too. Because well, like, it the goes reason, to be like, who's really God? Like, if you it, even it, say like, if Ken, you're right that Charlotte does the flip like think about that like the robot charlotte mm-hmm. is now the charlotte. Shell, just the shell saw the sun and had the same value like how would it make that kind of like to me that's got to be something below but it then wouldn't it make it easier be. for people to go ahead and be like you right. know what give me a construct i'm yeah. still I'm still gonna be here I right. No. And this fuels the whole fidelity thing that we yep. saw last season. Where mm-hmm. clearly they humans must have found something with these robots. Like we can really put a human mind in these mm-hmm. hosts and we well, can live forever. That would be that would be Arnold and what was um Ford? Ford oh, Ford. Yeah, for yeah, for Arnold. Yeah, basically, because Arnold was was, was his partner. That had to be mm-hmm. that would have to be something that they thought of because they are the original creators of these hosts. Like, okay, yeah, we're we're creating these hosts, and yeah, we have these pearls, and yeah, they're just these like kind of like animatronic kind of a things in this in this in this park. But they're actually they're actually like something like an essence, almost kind of like a soul within the host. Mm-hmm. And even though you can move the pearls from here to there. But still, the construct of what that person is built off of mm-hmm. is still in there some way. So, and the only reason why I'm saying I don't like it probably is because I don't understand it. Like, yeah, that's you. That's a, that's how yeah. you operate. You don't understand yeah, that you got, you, yeah. you're just a racist. You don't understand something you just hate. He's not. I'm joking. Oh my god. But look, look. Let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this real quick. Yeah. What if the hosts were constructs of other people? Well, some of them like are. they're actually like a Arnold is. So I mean, no, no, no. I mean the, the ones. Like, yes. yes. What so if, like, because okay. wouldn't it make it easier than to, to come up with the faces yourself rather than just to take images of people that are already alive and build constructs off of them? That's. I mean, think about it. We already saw. We already we figured out that Solomon can go from the past, present, and future. So obviously, mm-hmm. if they can see somebody like, oh wow, this woman was very beautiful. Her name was Dolores back in 1855. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll go ahead and make a construct of it. But that go. But that goes to my point. Like. Damn! So they built something 
they used the data from, from Insight and, and uh, Solomon, made this shell, but that shell has the essence of somebody found in the past, but mm-hmm. they can move pearl to pearl to pearl. I that, think it's, that'll be I, amazing if that's what it is. If it is, I think it's, suppo- it's, it's supposed to be some type of there is a God, even though we're looking at different people becoming gods as far as Arnold and the supercomputer and Dolores and the host. But I think it's supposed to be like man can start to manipulate whatever he wants, but what God's plan is still going to take place. Now, I want to I pitch something to you, uh, a question. Wait, can you. I oh, say oh, one oh, thing oh, real oh, quick? Go for it. Go for it. But the complexity of these hosts. Go for it. Another thing that I think is interesting is the idea of, so the hosts are all supposed to be aligned with Dolores, because Dolores mm-hmm. is kind of like the forward thinker, the free from the box. And as they get more and more free from the box, because we've heard it all season one and season two when Ford would describe the host that they are basically becoming alive just through natural like mm-hmm. evolution. Mm-hmm. So naturally, not all the hosts are going to agree on the pathways to going towards a finish line. So I wonder when a few more start breaking out of the cage and they're like, you know what? Dolores ain't that hot. I can do what I want to do and change everything up because I know the better route to get us in line. But you know what that is? That's human. That's that's just the human essence. So Ooh. she's trying to get rid of humans in a sense because for all this time they had her in this loop and she's pissed off about it. You know what? I'm about to break out of Westworld and I'm gonna take everybody off their loop. But if, if your theory is correct, all she's doing is prolong or just recreate in a sense humanity because humanity. The one thing we have is free. It's free. That's choice. what I'm saying. It's free will. It's free it's, will. It's basically free. But so also, what she, Ryan, so what is she fighting for? Just to make another version of humanity? She's also trying to become God, and this goes to what you were just. Is saying. she yeah. trying to become God? I think she just. Well, just I think how she, she just says that she. Right. Yeah, I think she's I like. But, she's saying it. But but I, but before you jump in with that, with how it connects with your point earlier, like that there's a God above them. Mm-hmm. Like she's be trying to become God. She's trying to like, you know, or whatever. She's trying to get the host into uh, their own society. So she's playing God. But as we've seen time and time again, when you play God, you learn the real consequences and the unforeseen mm-hmm. things that even your power Good point. couldn't even have shown you. Well, real quick to Ryan, to what you're initially saying about host going against her. We saw in the previews that basically Toddy Newton is Maeve is going to go against her. When she's when they're having that this now maybe I'm wrong but when she basically said to Dolores you want to control all of us and Dolores replies you're the person that can control everything with your mind talking about me want to control all of yeah us. like bitch you the one who can control <laughs> you talking about me so you it, can control me yeah so clearly it, even then we see Thoughty and I mean really even Bernard even though Bernard still doesn't know what Dolores has done to him and he kind of mentions that on the way out with Ashley like I play a part you yeah. know I don't I don't know I'm a part but, of it, yeah. I'm a part of it, but I don't know. Yeah, what he, was he got he clicked, he got that clicker. So I wonder uh, this is obviously I'm kind of jumping towards next week, but I wonder if I wonder if that conversation between Thaddy and um well Maeve and Dolores was a flashback. That's why I think because Dolores was naked. Yeah, I think like they were back. They were back. It seemed like they were in Westworld. I agree with you. It seemed like they were in Westworld, even though when Dolores came to visit uh William, she was in old Dolores clothes. And she was fake. Yeah. 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 This could be an imagination or something crazy. Or she could just be pouring into him through his, uh, yeah. his what's the name? Yeah. Just like, the, just like, uh, the glasses. Yeah. Which she could just pour it into him. So it, real quick, 
Yeah, uh, I, had a, with, I had a question, a quick, a quick question for y'all too. But go ahead, Cam. So, with the thing, I, one fun thing that stood out to me talking about the score of this episode. Oh, so yeah. they come from the L, and after they come from the L, they see the re, what's really happening with everybody after they've been seen. Uh, they showed that them their profile yeah. or whatever, Knocked and the world loose. is going. Thank you, D. The world is going bananas. People are like riding on cars, motorcycles on fire. People are Liam, doing rocking. Liam said they went. Everybody went back to their base levels. And uh, and yeah, that's what Liam said basically. And Liam, Liam, we also found out that Liam, he was, he, he just wasn't a pawn. He viewed and remember, he was enamored with Solomon when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. He viewed it as a good cause because he said basically that people was gonna basically just go crazy as D just said. But the thing is still, so the music comes on and it's it's the instrumental version and it's played with a violin. And I'm like, I know that song, and I'm like, wait. If that, that's either Ziggy the Stardust or Radiohead, right? Mm-hmm. That's what comes in with my head. Then it's like, okay, it's it's definitely um, uh, it was uh, what's the name? Uh, Space Odyssey by David Bowie. Because mm-hmm. I can hear the ground control to Major Todd Tom and the thing, and I'm like, okay, it's Bowie. And it, I, it just hit me. I'm like, this is so cold. The score is ill. Just if you think about how using the song. And the last song, I forgot the dude's name in the last song, but the last song is talking about disconnecting from something, meaning talking about how the people are disconnecting from a uh, roll bomb or whatever's keeping them control. But D, go ahead with yeah. your question. Uh, yeah, so Ash killing Liam, was that a was that a bubble in the agency? Was that a random thing or was that actually playing mm. out? Because no, it, it, only, you know reason why, I, only reason why I asked that is because after Liam, not after Sirac explained that to Liam Sr., Mm-hmm. He killed him. Let me tell you why. He killed him. Let me tell you why. Yeah, before we go him. off, before we go off, because yeah. Liam told them right there under the pier, he knew they was about to kill him. So it, it necessarily it could have been, but he knew. He said you, and he kind of was talking to her. Yeah. He said you little little petty anti criminals, but that was basically. It. But he take us out. All right. Hey, thank you for watching us and listening to us as well. Uh, go to the D and Davis Show on Instagram and Twitter. Hit the bio link. You can find the shows, all everything that we do right here. Uh, I'm on Twitter and IG Demons One Ken at that's Davis on IG and Twitter, and Ryan you can find him on Twitter and IG too. All right, we out. <laughs>